my yay is different than yo yay. I ain't got like that. I don't got like that inflection like he got it. Dripping his sauce, drip, drip is so saucy. Yo, have you watched the entire, like, have you watched that entire video yet? Now you saw that part? Yo, there's an entire video. Like, this dude, is, he was making this whole song. He was trying to do, like, this whole thing. It was crazy. And, like, I guess, like, that part uh, caught on to the internet. It was wild. Yeah, I mean, my vocals. My vocals work, sort of-ish. Nah, it's like, I shouldn't have sang nothing ever. But that dripping the sauce, drip, dripping so saucy. Yeah, I got that down pat. So, let's see. Any other situation, I'm just tweeting about it. Anyways, uh, yeah, I just, I had no idea that it was a whole thing. Like, I thought he just did that little video, and then you end up seeing, like, he had, like, verses, and it's, sort of like, it's kind of like a love song. He's talking to his girl or whatever. Ah, you just got to watch it, man. Saw it on saw it on the Twitters. And I'm so curious. Like, I don't understand it. Like, my yay is different than your yay. Like, I don't I don't understand it. I thought it was like a Kanye thing, but the way people was talking, maybe it was something a little different. What do you think it was? You think it's like related to Kanye? Yeah, maybe we should just, maybe we should just say that, yeah. So the consensus in the room, y'all, is that uh my yay is different than your yay is 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 a reference reference to Kanye West and that like my Kanye West is different than your Kanye West and you know what that would tie great into you know our modern times <laughs> more importantly did you vote yeah that's right you better have voted how I many like how long it take you at the polls damn man you wasn't out there quick man really it only took you like 20 25 minutes sheesh I was in that poll for like a good like 40. <laughs> I was like, I was looking at the ballot. I was like, it's one thing to like research stuff and then like look at it. You know what? Matter of fact, we're going to dive into that like the first topic. So um, are, we, are, we, are we all set? All right, great. Let's get started. Petrol Labs presents Shook It, a podcast on what in the world has this shook. Yo, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Shooketh. I'm your host, OK, and this is episode nine. Yo, we got one more episode after this, and Shooketh is over, at least for the near term. We'll figure out what we want to do with it, but 10 was where we wanted to go as part of this experiment where I as a host, get to dive into different topics uh, from ranging from politics, sports, music, movies, technology, pop culture, the whole gamut. I get to cover these topics and in doing so, being able to harness my own ability to articulate arguments well, to be able to summarize concisely and to essentially just entertain and to, you know, like have a good time sharing these topics and my opinions and thoughts on them. So I think it's super dope that we've gotten this far because there was a point in time where I was going to hold tight at like, what, episode five? But now we're at episode nine and I'm super excited. Anyways, if you want to interact with the show, we're on Twitter. Look us up at Shook Talk. That's our handle. We'd love to hear your feedback, any arguments that you have, or like just like your thoughts and opinions on the things that we share, feel free to bring it on our way so that we can dive into those things. 
All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Today is November 6th, but the show will be released on November 7th, so you know what time it is. It's a midterms time, baby. So, I mean, like, we were kind of discussing at the beginning of the show about voting. Uh, myself, I got up oh, early this morning. I got to the poll. I voted. I felt really good doing it. Like, to be quite honest. So, like, what I was mentioning kind of, like, in the intro um, with my sound engineer it was the fact that you know, like I got, like I did all the research. Like I was up the night before I was up early in the morning reviewing everything, making sure that like I knew which way I wanted to vote. But then when I got there and I looked at the ballot, I was like, it, it just became so real. Right. So I had to double check. Like I was like reviewing measures because like, there's a really great website um, because I'm in the Bay Area. It's called by the Bay dot cool. And the way they broke it down was super interesting and engaging and non-biased as far as I was able to see. So I use that as my reference when, uh, when voting and, and prepping to vote. So I use that when I was, I was in the, I was in the booth. I was in the booth. I was looking at, but the website I was all like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's why I didn't want to vote yay or nay or to repeal or not to repeal. It was crazy, but I got voted sound engineer. He voted too. So we're all set. I hope you voted super important i was saying that like um i was saying like so many, i mean obviously so many posts online I, I i had to do the you know the customary i got the sticker so i did the customary photo posted it to ig i let people know yo i voted i saw all of my homies i'm so happy and proud of them for going out to vote as well and yo like i even saw recently like right when i was getting ready for the show that uh Carrie Hilson, yo, Carrie Hilson is playing, she's taking no prisoners. Like, if you don't vote, you're pretty much dead in her eyes because she's like, yo, people have died for this opportunity for us to have our vote and ballot cast, and you better be up in there. Otherwise, don't talk to me. I don't want to interact with you. Yada yada yada. I mean, I like I'm not as extreme, but I I get it. Like I understand people have died for this privilege, and especially with our current political climate in the country it is just super important to let your voice be heard for us to be able to turn the tables and to make things different and uh, so far i've been trying to keep a pulse to the news of today and it looks like the democrats just might be able to take back the house um we may not be able to take i mean like obviously like have like an over like a majority presence in the senate but we should be able to take back the uh, the House of Representatives, meaning that we have the majority in the House. So, which would, in fact, then presents a a deterrent because currently, right now, the reason why President Trump has been able to have as much power and as much ability as he's had has been because he's been, you know, like he's had a, a Republican. Um, Senate, and he's also had a majority, from what I can tell, a, a majority Republican uh, House. So obviously, most people are going to inner like, um, champ not champion, but they're going to be on his side of things when measures are proposed. And so that's why this midterm is so important because then, like, if we're able to have equal representation at least in the House. Um, then, you know, like when legislation to try to be passed, um, we can have more of a voice. And when I say we, I mean those who are kind of 
um, who are either part of like the Democratic uh, the Democratic Party. Um, I I'm, I'm not a Democrat. I'm a registered independent. But if you're a Democrat, whatever your your niche is, is more for those who aren't as right wing or as conservative. We will then have representation um, in the larger conversation of what happens in this country at the federal level, which is really important. So. Um, I think that's great. Super happy to see the momentum and to see everyone out here voting and, you know, like letting their voices be heard and feeling like they're more than just a number, but they are contributing to the overall success of their local legislature as well as the federal legislature as well, or thereby the federal legislature. Um, so great on that. One thing, no. One thing. If you are in California, there is a measure on our ballot about daylight savings time. Now, I have grown up. I've spent 30 years of my life where we had to change the clock at least twice a year. It's just what I know. It's just what it's always been. There is a, there is a measure in the, um, I think it was like, what was it, like prop? I forgot what proposition it was specifically. But it was a proposition that we would get rid of daylight savings time. So we, we wouldn't change our clocks. And there are states that have enacted this same policy where they do not change their clocks. And I, you know what? All the more power to you. But then a majority of all the other states change their clocks. So that would mean that while you're not changing your clock here in California, other people around the state would change their clocks. So there would be a time, a portion of the year, where instead of California being three hours behind New York, we're going to be two hours behind New York. And let me tell you, fucking with time messes with my mind so much. When I saw that measure, I immediately said no. Nah. Fucking with time like that just... Oh, it just screws with my brain in such a way where I couldn't even conceive like what it would be like if I was two hours away from New York because they they did daylight savings time, but we did it. It was such a weird situation to be in. And I'm all like, yo, who's whose man's is this? Who's proposing? <laughs> who's yo, get your man's get your man's because like I don't like why? Why are we doing this, y'all? Y'all don't want to change the clock. It's not that hard, man. Like, I've been doing it for like 30 years now. It's not that hard. I mean, sometimes it takes a few days for you to get used to it. But after that, you're good. So, yeah. I'm just thinking like, yo, I don't want to have to like travel and be thinking about like the, the time difference in other places. I just don't. I really don't. I'd much rather change my clock and be on par with everyone else. Except for like the weird states that don't have it, in which case I'm not thinking about them anyways. But the East Coast, definitely thinking about the East Coast. I got family and friends out there. So, you know, like, I don't want to think like, oh, I'm two hours, three hours. What? What's going on? Do I go through like some type of wormhole? What? I go back and pat and then time? Am I, am I in the past? Not trying to deal with it at all. So if you voted yes, yo, I just got a special place in my heart for you because like, damn, yo, that must be crazy for you to like want to mess around with father time and and i know it was something that we could matter of fact let me stop because <laughs> i can i can go down this rabbit hole for quite some time i'm gonna leave it there i'm gonna leave it there you voted yes wow wow that's all i can say but you know what 
at some point in time, maybe two hours behind, maybe two, three hours later or forward, whatever the case might be, I might be able to fuck with you. Until then, I need to get my head around the fact of what might happen if this measure actually passes. Um, oh, but then again, it has to go to Congress to get approved. So Congress might just be like, fuck it, nah, we're not doing this. Because it's California, and we can't afford California to be all wonky. Here I go again, rambling. Let's get it started. So along with the midterms, there's, there's, some, there's some big things going on. So first and foremost, we got Georgia. And in Georgia currently right now, uh, we have uh, Stacey Abrams. She's running for, for governorship. And, which, and she, is the, she would be the first African-American woman who would have the, the seat of governor in any state, which is huge. So definitely rooting for her. And then we also have Andrew um, Gillum. We have Andrew Gillum, who would be the first African-American governor of Florida. So I'm rooting for the two of them. Because I'm pretty much like on my Issa Rae right now where I pretty much just rooting for everyone black. <laughs> and, but, you know, like it, I, I feel like these places, they, like, they really need it. Like it, it, would, it would change the tone of these places to see these people in, in the governor's seat. But uh, in Georgia, I don't know how it's going in Florida currently. Georgia is so crazy right now because what is it called? It's called voter... Oh, God, why am I blanking on it right now? But then pretty much, like, they're trying to, like, stop voters from being able to cast their votes in Georgia. So currently right now, Georgia has, like, lines that are three hours long because, like, either machines aren't working or, you know, like, like different things. Um, was it? Oh, man, I just had the word. It was like... I don't want to say voter suffocation, but it's like voter suppression. There we go. Oh, feels so good to have that word out. I hate it when you get that word and you know that word, but it, your brain just loses it. Voter suppression is going on tough in Georgia. And I'm guessing it's because these niggas know that if they don't, it's very likely or it's extremely likely that Stacey's about to step up to the plate and knock that out the motherfucking park. So... They try to stop it, but like everyone, like like uh, um, like uh, public public figures and other, you know, like actors, actresses, uh, political activists, like Sean King. He's like, "Yo, hang in there, stay strong, hold like just just you know, like make it through. Like it's gonna be a long way, but no problem. Like they cannot turn you away. You have a right to have your vote and your voice." heard so like stay there and make it happen and so people just encouraging the people like people from all over the country encouraging the voters in georgia to hold the line and to like persevere and to make sure that they can cast their vote which i think is such a beautiful thing man the cities all come together and be like yo man then we gotta get this done <laughs> so uh all power to georgia like right now i don't have like any like live statistics it's only like 5 33 p.m here on the west coast which means that it would be uh, uh what, like 7 7 7 30 uh in georgia so like their 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 uh polling offices or their polling places close i believe at 8 p.m in georgia so that's that uh rooting for 
rooting for Andrew, rooting for Stacy, rooting for Georgia, and then also for everywhere else that, you know, especially I think it was like Michigan and maybe some other places that are battleground states where, you know, like Democrats can have the potential to take over. You know, like there's a lot of excitement there. And so I'm really hoping that um, all of these political races that are currently going on is are, you know, like people are showing up and casting their votes, which I think it's really exciting. And you know what is this is are you really like this is wow. Like I can only remember like a handful of times. I remember when Obama was running, like everybody was like it was like the same energy where it's like everyone has to go vote. And then with Hillary and Trump, it was it was kind of like that, but it wasn't because you was just like you had two really you didn't you didn't have like two really good options, so it wasn't necessarily clear. But then I mean, like if you're a Democrat, I mean, it just made more sense that Hillary would win and she won the popular vote, but Trump won the electoral. So yada yada yada. Anyways, um, this energy around our as and like us as a people, and 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 us as like minded individuals being able to come together, recognize that we 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 fumbled the ball two years ago. And we have the opportunity to make meaningful change occur now. Yo, it's it's kicked people into overdrive and it's wild to see, you know, like the levels of participation. I think like voter participation in some states were up by like 500 percent um, in like uh, from the demographic of 18 to 34, which is insane. But I love it. Like, it's great. Like, young people are getting out there voting because they see what's happening and that, you know, that they have a responsibility if they want anything to change to make their voices be heard and to have their vote be cast. So I think it's super dope. Anyways, that's, that's all I'm going to say for now. Uh, whew, when this airs tomorrow, I hope it's like a really good day. Because if it's like a really good day and the Democrats take back the, the house, yo, best believe I'm going to have me a little drink or maybe a few drinks. I'm going to like kick my feet. I mean, we have a lot of work to do. Don't get me wrong. We got a lot of work to do. But the fact that we've been able to turn the tables, I'm going to salute to that. Let me tell you. So that's it for our politics talk. So we're going we're gonna to cover. So we cover politics. We're going to cover sports. We're going to cover music. We're also going to cover movies, pop culture, and then we're going to be done for the evening that being said sports uh wow when the warriors you know war <laughs> warriors um <laughs> political talk i'll be so hype and excited like i'm gonna start wilding out i gotta control myself anyways when the warriors were playing the is it like minnesota timberwolves yeah when they're playing the timberwolves there was this there's uh, it's not a play action but it was like Especially because I think that's in football. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> they they had a play. They had a play like the uh, the Warriors had a play where they're like they had this really good ball movement, and it was just spectacular because like it went from it went from like Dre to Steph, Steph back to Dre, Dre to uh, KD, KD back to Dre, and then back to Curry, and then back to Dre, and he lobbed it up and. Oh, why am I blanking on his name? It wasn't Cook. It was, ah, uh, maybe it was Cook. Nah, it wasn't good. Damn, I forgot the dude who banked it in, but, you know, he put up the alley-oop, and the whole sequence was just reminiscent of the Harlem Globetrotters. You know how the, like, the Globetrotters, they just play with the ball, and they keep, they keep the ball away. Like, it's just extremely, like, really good ball handling. And even though there was a point in time when Steph almost lost the ball, and that's why he had to lob it up to Dre, and Dre had to lob it up for the alley, 
Like, it was just, oh, man, it was spectacular. And I just saw different posts about it, like, all over the internet. Like, people were like, yo, look at what the Warriors are doing right now. The Timberwolves are not, like, a team to, like, fuck around with either. And they're just having, like, a great time, really great ball movement. And we ultimately ended up winning. So, you know, that worked out in our favor. So, shout out to the Warriors doing really great things out here and really just having, like, a really great time playing the game. Like, they've been looking really good. Like, they've... Like, you know, it's really just like the chemistry on their team is so dialed in. And like now that they've had like a few games, like you see, you really see it like come into uh, really come into effect. And um, yeah, so the Warriors are out here doing really incredible things. And as long as they continue to have fun and that chemistry is continuing to be like maintained, it's very clear that the Warriors will be like in, you know, the NBA finals. They will be in the playoffs. They will be in the finals for 2019 so props up to the warriors um yeah so that's it for basketball news in the bay now let's go ahead and just for a moment i just want to talk about it for a moment it's really painful for some people but i gotta talk about it the niners versus the raiders now the niner raider rivalry has been going on for decades I remember as a kid, like, yo, like, the Niners and the Raiders played, and it was this, like, super intense game, and uh, I believe the the Raiders won. I honestly, I can't remember. All I remember is, like, we, like, we got into the streets because we, like, lived in the cul-de-sac at the time, and, like, there were some other people who were out, and, like, uh... I just see, I remember like some of our neighbors, like I think like some of them were like Raiders fans and, and then like we were, we were Raiders fans as well. I don't know who was a Niner fan, but you know, I like used to say that Niners were whiners and they used to say Raiders were haters. And it was just like this really funny exchange that happened in the middle of the cul-de-sac. Like we don't, like, we didn't really talk to them, but we, you know, like this sport, this, this particular game for the Bay Area, it was big enough where, yo. Random people just start hugging and, and you know, high-fiving people in the middle of the street and or striking up odd conversations where you have these weird little, you know, sayings that are local and really don't mean anything to anyone who's from out of state. But, <laughs> yeah, so this time around, and this game has always been played. Like, I don't know a year that, like, the Raiders and the Niners haven't gone up against one another. Um, but this year, god damn. And this like the Raiders and the Niners, they're they're not doing good. Like either team this year, they're not doing good. Yeah, I mean, like they're 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 pretty low when it comes to rankings. Like I'll be surprised if like yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna be surprised if they made it to the playoffs, but I mean like they'll like make it and then like just got like knocked out immediately. Or at least one of them might. So the Niners, they beat the motherfucking brakes off the Raiders. The Niners spanked them. I couldn't believe it. it. So at the end of the game, the score was Niners 34, Raiders 3. I'm going to let that sink in. Let me say that again. Niners 34. Raiders three and I don't I don't like seeing the Raiders get beat at one point in time you know like I was I was all about Raider Nation then they decided they wanted to move I was like well fuck y'all um 
And I used to be about the Niners. And then they fired Kaepernick. And then I was like, well, fuck y'all too. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Anyways, yo, can you imagine 34-3? Raiders, ra- all, the, all the Raiders were able to manage was a field goal the entire motherfucking game. It was so wild. It was super crazy. And like, wow, really? Okay, y'all. <laughs> like, that's done. That's done. Like, I felt like that's a wrap for your season. Like, like why continue? Why try? I mean, except for the fact that you guys are going to pay, like, millions of dollars. But, you know, like, that's it. Anyways, wanted to bring that up. <laughs> and the Niners beating the brakes off the Raiders. Something serious. Something ferocious. Just, like, damn. And it's so interesting that, like, you know, the Warriors were able to really disrespect the Chicago Bulls in their own house. And then, then the Niners came over here and just smacked up the Raiders. <laughs> smacked up the Raiders. I remember that night I went to I went to uh uh I went to the gym and like my trainer, he's a Raiders fan. And I was all like, yo man, what's going on? And he had no words whatsoever. He just looked at me, shook his head, and he's just <laughs> you can just see the defeat in his face. It's like, damn man. To be a diehard Raider fan still, that's tough. That is real tough, but you know what? I admire your allegiance as much as it must suck right now. <laughs> like, losing to any other team, okay, we get that, but losing to the Niners, like, here in the Bay Area, yo, so tough. It was crazy. Um, yeah, so that's what I got for sports. I'm pretty sure, like, a few things happened. Like, I think, like, Rondo came back finally after the altercation between him and Chris Paul um, about... Uh, what was it like a week ago a week or two weeks ago about so uh by the way halloween was super dope i kept forgetting that was halloween it was like or like super mad costumes there was some like more like costume news that came out of it like uh, i completely forgot about it but if you had a great halloween i'm happy to hear that if you didn't that sucks maybe next year <laughs> so music uh on the second there was hell of music that came out hell on music that came out so we had swiss beats with poison we had metro booming he dropped not all heroes wear capes takeoff released his solo album called the last rocket money bags yo uh released the album reset styles p released dime bag vince staple uh released fm exclamation point and her she released i used to know her part two which is an ep and such Lots of music. I listened to the Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats is dope. Swiss Beats is banging. I was really surprised. And it's like super short. It's like seven, it's like seven, nine tracks or something. Beautiful. Like I love shorter albums now. Like I see the value in shorter albums. I remember back in the day, you get like 13 track CDs and you're like, yo, I need more. I crave more. Now that we've been getting like these 17, 20, 25 track albums, I'm like, nah, I'm done. There's no way I'm listening to all that music. You're crazy. So the fact that Swiss Beats, his album was only like seven or nine tracks. Loved it. Metro Boomin. I don't remember how long it was, but it didn't seem like overly long. Uh, like from what I can recall. So it wasn't like too bad. And then you have Takeoff. He had like 17 tracks. I'm like, yo, Takeoff, what you doing, kid? I mean, and I, now, I mean, like I know that the more tracks you have, the more that it counts, I think, with streaming, the way that streaming metrics go on like platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Tidal, like all of these streaming platforms, the more songs you have, the better that it ends up working out for your pockets. 
which is kind of interesting to me, but um, I, I'm not too dialed into that. But yeah, so all of these albums are pretty dope. Um, I haven't listened to like I listened to like half of the Takeoff album. I mean, uh, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's just like I was just Takeoff just talking about what Takeoff talks about, which is not a lot, as you can imagine. Um, Metro Boomin Metro Boomin's project was pretty dope because obviously Metro Boomin being a producer he just had like lots of different features and a lot of different rappers on there who you know like were working off of his beats and then um, Moneybag Yo I haven't really listened to his project I do really like his track called uh, Insecure and like I think it was like off his last project or his last EP so like um, I, I fully intend on like diving into that a little more I haven't really listened to her um but, you know, she did an interview with Ebro on uh, Apple Music on Beats 1, uh, which I totally intend to check out and recommend if you're a her fan to, to check, uh, uh, tap into it as well. Um, so, yeah, tons of music that has been released and, like, tons more music still coming. 2018 is such a crazy year in terms of just, like, how much music is being put out, which is insane. And, yeah, so, like, that's that's that for Ariana. I mean, not Ariana but she's coming up next, but that's it for like music releases that happened on the second. So speaking of Ariana, she dropped a track. What was it like on Saturday? Yeah. She dropped a track on Saturday called Thank You Next right before SNL. So as you know, her, her ex-boyfriend, Pete Davidson, is a host and star on SNL. And she released this album like 30 minutes before, uh, this song, not album, but this song 30 minutes prior to the start of the SNL episode of that week. So <laughs> Thank You Next is an ode, I would say, to all of her former lovers. Yeah, you heard that. So not only did Ariana mention Pete, but she also mentioned Big Sean, as well as her late ex, Mac Miller. And it's so crazy because I, I, I listened to the song. I totally listen to the song. No shame there. Ariana has like phenomenal voice. And you know, like this song itself, she really went in. She really goes in. She's like, yo, thank you for what you taught me and what I was able to gain from my relationship. But I'm on to the next. <laughs> it's such a it's such a it's such a great post breakup song. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know what, you taught me this. I got this out of our relationship. Now I'm going to focus on me and I'm going to love me for who I am. I'm going to enjoy my platonic relationships with my friends and I'm going to see the world. I'm going to spend my money. I'm going to make my music and I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to live my best motherfucking life is what the song ended up coming down to. After she addresses her lovers, her ex-lovers, she's like, yeah, I'm going to do me. I'm going to love me. And then, you know, like, we'll see what happens in the future. You know what, Ariana? Go a motherfucking head, girl. Do your damn thing. I was like, yo, she really just name dropped all these niggas. Yeah, now I feel like people about to get some ideas. There about to be some females out here. You're like, you know what? I mean, and the thing is, it wasn't like a mad song either. <laughs> it wasn't a it wasn't a mad song. It wasn't like it didn't on the surface of it, it wasn't vindictive, except for the hook where it's like, thank you, next. Where it's like, thank you. Now I'm on to the next. It's just that next part. Sheesh. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I gotta, I gotta do me. I'm on to the next one, which is right now me loving myself. Cool. <laughs> the the internet definitely had a field day with it, and like now, 
Uh, like there are like different like memes to it and whatnot of uh, thank you next or one th- one taught me one taught me patience one taught me love one taught me pain and like so like like those three attributes like so people like have like image like three different images the latest one that I saw that was so funny if you're an Office fan you'll totally get this so the caption was nothing but one taught me love one taught me pain one taught me patience. And not in any particular order. And it was a picture of uh, Jan. It was a picture of Holly. And it was a picture. Oh, no. It was the third lady. It was the third love of Michael's life. I totally forgot. But it was like all three of them. And I died. I cried. It's on like the, it's like on the office official Twitter. Go look at the office official Twitter and you'll see this image and you'll crack the fuck up. It was so funny i was like you know what this is kind of right <laughs> like, this is, like this is pretty this is pretty on point um yeah uh oh it was, i think it was karen it was karen holly and jan those are the three women anyways uh so like yo that was it was super funny and so like yeah like ariana song has has spurned a lot of you know internet creativity as you know the internet is known for <laughs> so that's what i have for music real quick we're gonna dive into music uh i mean movies so bad boys three it seems like it's confirmed will smith and uh martin lawrence they were like like on like they did a video together on will smith's ig where uh will smith is screaming like it's confirmed it's confirmed we're doing it bad boys three which i think is quote unquote dubbed uh or dubbed quote unquote bad boys for life so we'll see, y'all. Uh, we'll see if this actually comes to fruition. I'm not going to hold my breath. I don't even know if we need it because I love the first Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. I don't know if Bad Boys 3 is what the world needs right now, but you know what? Sure. Why the hell not? Go ahead. Especially since they're both kind of old now, you know? Like, it's it's been like, what, 15 years? Maybe maybe even more since Bad Boys 2? Anyways, we'll see. We'll see. But I'm definitely excited. They both look super excited. So, I mean, at, at least we'll get a very entertaining movie. Creed 2, y'all. Creed 2 tickets went on sale, I think it was like last Friday. Cop your motherfucking tickets. Me and my family, we had copped ours. About to go see that shit. IMAX. I am driving like about like 8 to 10 miles out of my way to watch this movie in IMAX. Cop your tickets, yo. Yeah, it was about that time. That movie looks so good. Like, we're going to talk about ComplexCon in a little bit, but uh, Michael B. Jordan, along with the cast of Creed 2, were at ComplexCon where they kind of, like, discussed the narrative and they kind of, like, answered fan questions and they kind of, like, dived into some of the details. And, like, without giving up the entire movie, they gave, you know, like, dived into some of the details. Michael B. Jordan was talking about what it was like to train for this movie, what was different from training for Creed 1 and so on and so forth. And, you know, like just offering, you know, like his perspective as well as offering his perspective on Black Panther and some uh, other other things that he's worked on, which I thought was pretty good. Or was that on Open Late with Complex or Peter Rosenberg? Things are a little fuzzy <laughs> um, with, you know, Michael B. Jordan appearances, but, you know, like it is what it is. I thought like it was pretty dope that at ComplexCon they were able to have that conversation. So if you haven't gotten your Creed 2 tickets, definitely cop them uh thanksgiving weekend y'all thanksgiving weekend like like me me and my brothers 
and the fam, like, we about to go watch it on Thursday. Like, we're going to go, like, early on, like, Thanksgiving morning. We're going to watch it. Come back home. Food. Boom. Game. Knockout. Done. Friday, when everyone else is losing their fucking minds, shopping on Black Friday, we're going to go watch it again. And just have, like, a bomb-ass time. Yeah, we really in this, man. You don't understand how much we love that Creole movie. The Creole movie is so tight. Uh, yeah. So, Bohemian Rhapsody came out last Friday. And I like I'm I'm not a Queen fan. I'm really not. But from what I've heard recently, like it's really good. A lot of my friends they were posting on their IG stories. They're like posting on Facebook. They're like, yo, this movie is phenomenal. And uh, Rami Malik, I believe is the way to say his name. He like the guy who plays Freddie Mercury. I just know him from him playing Mr. Robot. He did a damn good job. He did his motherfucking thing, on Mr. Robot. So if his performance there. It's like, or his performance in Bohemian Rhapsody is anywhere close. Y'all, y'all gonna have like a bomb time watching it. Me personally, I don't think I will. Unless someone's like, yo, come with me. Let's watch this movie. Then I'll be in. I, I just won't watch it on my own. But uh, if you're into Queen, you love Queen or a Queen fan, or you want to learn more about Queen, I highly recommend going and watch the movie and seeing what it's like. So that's that. So that's all I got for movies. I'm pretty sure like there's like another movie. I definitely know that and you know the Crimes of Grindelwald is coming out on the 16th, which I believe is like next week. Definitely gonna cop tickets to that. That's gonna be exquisite. I'm gonna love that movie because like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was such an incredible story that Crimes of Grindelwald I think should be pretty interesting. Also, like I also think that Dumbledore, like I I I I think it's really interesting that like the question of Dumbledore's sexuality is coming in um, because of, you know, like his relationship with Grindelwald and having grown up with Grindelwald and a few different things there. But you know what? I won't speculate. I won't speculate. All I know is that Dumbledore was dope as shit and Grindelwald trying to, you know, kill all the humans. So Crimes of Grindelwald would look pretty dope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's it for movies. That's it for movies. And last but not least, we have like pop culture. Uh, pretty heavy on this part. Uh, so ComplexCon is a, um, I don't want to say like a conference, but it's kind of like a, a three-day event that Complex puts on. Complex being a uh, multimedia, uh, multimedia organization. And when I say multimedia, I mean that they cover uh, not just, you know, audio, but they also cover video. They also cover, and they cover topics as pertains to popular culture, fashion, music, movies, life, uh, sneakers. I mean, like they cover virtually like the, the gamut of what we would possibly or, or quite possibly deem as hip hop culture and then some. So uh, they put on this three day event where they have vendors, they have um, people like, uh, stars or hosts from their different shows that they have um available on like youtube and on their site they have them come they have panels they have discussions they have concerts and then you can just buy hella shit and you can just meet hella people and have a really great time this year they had uh um tanache you know i love that girl so they had tanache perform they had ray shrimmer by the way is this still ray shrimmer like, like, do people still say Ray Shrimmer? Or do they just say Sway Lee and his brother? Because, like, I feel like most niggas just think about Sway Lee. And they're like, oh, yeah, and his brother, too. And they don't necessarily say Ray Shrimmer. But you know what? Respects to the young man. You know, like, 
Slim Jimmy. Yeah, respect to Slim Jimmy, man. Like, props to the kid. You know, he's out here doing his thing. And you got Sway Lee, Ray Schwimmer. Boom. They performed. Um, Future performed as well. I think that, uh, oh, what's that kid? Lil Baby. I think he performed as well. So, you know, like, definitely lots of different performances throughout this entire thing, which I think is, like, pretty dope. Um, actually, like, one of my homies, he went to ComplexCon, and I saw him, you know, like, he he got real close to Nadeska. Now, if you don't know who Nadeska is, she's the host, and uh, she's a host and the moderator of Everyday Struggles. So the moment he took a picture and th threw it up on his IG, I was like, huh. I hit him up real quick on IG. I was like, hey, yo, hey, yo, holla at Nadeska for me real quick. Like, just, <laughs> just slide in, be like, yo, how you doing? You seen anybody? Well, my man's. Just <laughs> real quick. I mean, I might as well shoot my shot. And, you know, if I got to do it for carry, I mean, if I got to do it through you, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to make that happen. So shout out to the homie. I don't know. I don't know. He hit me back with the, he hit me back with the ha, 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 ha. You know what I mean? You know, when you got like seven or eight ha, ha's. And it starts with the with the with the B. Yeah, he and me were one of those. But yeah, I mean, like you never know. Shoot my shot regardless. <laughs> so complex con happened. I'm definitely gonna try to like cop tickets for next year. Um, just seeing how dope it was this year. And yeah, I was actually kind of bummed that like I didn't go. But you know what? Fingers crossed, next year's is just as dope. All right, y'all. So I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna talk about something that you know, like I found out online, and like it's just been like it's just been on my, it's just been on my mind because I think it's kind of crazy. So on the internet, there's this, there's this. I don't, I don't want to call it an initiative, but this is this challenge, and this challenge is called No Nut November. Now I'm pretty sure, if you're a deducing individual, you can probably guess what this means. It pertains per specifically to men. And, you know, like, and yeah, so <laughs> I'm not going to get awkward about this. I just think it's interesting that no nut November, whatever happened to like no shave November, like, or Movember, I was totally down with that. Don't shave nothing. You're good. But now cats want to take it a step further. They're like, no nut November, which means that you cannot masturbate you can't have sex or you can't masturbate to completion and you can't have sex to completion or i think you can't have like yeah you can't have <laughs> you can't do masturbate or have sex or you know do something else like anything that results in any um ejaculate like being produced from your body you're done like you're you're out of the challenge supposedly and i i've really curious how this happened i'm pretty sure one person just like posted it online like yo i'm not going like masturbate or like having that problem november no not november done and so now i caught like wildfire and <laughs> it's so interesting to see like the different comments and now like me like i'm i'm not participating i'm not i'm i'm, I'm too old like what Nah, like all y'all young kids, I would love to see if y'all can make this happen. I doubt you could, but you know, like, go ahead, young fella, see if you can last all month. Um, but you know, like, like as, as especially just having like a conversation around sexuality, right? You know, like, like being able to ejaculate is, you know, like it, like it performs a a very specific function within the body, right? And I love. The, the nomenclature of, you know, like, um, 
post ejaculation clarity where you know like after your after the deed you suddenly like reality kind of like comes back into focus right so like all the hormones that were you know like kind of active that were telling you hey you need to do this you need to do this and kind of like moving your body in that direction all of a sudden those hormones calm down and they chill and they're like yo okay cool we got it out we got it out of our system perfect uh, <laughs> so for those though however you know like so i'm thinking like if you're gonna wait the entire you're not gonna have that clarity those hormones are going to be extra active and over a course of time you can get used to the activity and kind of like deny yourself which if you can like more power to you you know like any everyone has like their own thing i'm just saying like yo this is super crazy like it's healthy for you to ejaculate like it's healthy for you to do these things because that's the way that your body has been built now um if you're practicing celibacy or if you just want i mean first of all if you just want to see if you can do it go ahead young king see if you can do it see if you can hold out for the entire month i would applaud you i mean like that shows a a a you know a level of focus that shows a level of determination. That shows, you know, like being able to exert your energy into other things. Well done. Do you. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I guess I, I have, like, more, not necessarily more respect, but, like, I consider, you know, like, those who, you know, like, are celibate for, you know, like, religious purposes or whatever, whatever belief system that you have. Okay, cool. Do you, man. Like, like my commentary doesn't apply to you whatsoever you're on a completely different path and mastering your body and focusing on different things and and having um an outlet uh, other than the physical you know like can you know help you along your journey um so my commentary isn't for you it's just for these motherfuckers on the internet who are like yo let's try this out all right <laughs> just want you to know uh yeah I think it's wild that y'all want to just like for the whole month, just like, okay, let's turn it off. I, I admire it. Well done. All the more power to you. No, not in November. I'm not, by the way, hold on. Let me see. You participate in my, <laughs> yeah, your girls don't go have none of that. Huh? You're like, nah, baby, I can't do it for the whole, for the whole month. Yeah. Like what happens when these guys have like relationships? I guess it's got no guy in a relationship is, I mean, like, participating unless their girls are like okay that's fine <laughs> and if your girl says okay that's fine you probably got bigger problems to worry about right yeah i figured as much anyways so yeah no not november recently i think it was over the weekend as well justin bieber was caught in the hood justin bieber was caught in the hood he was he was caught there in the hood he was uh he was hitting push-ups he was singing he was even hooping uh reports say that his car broke down now, I feel like Justin Bieber is a very wealthy individual. I don't think his car breaks down anywhere. But that was just me. So <laughs> I'm not entirely certain what happened there. But he ended up in the hood. And it looked like like people are making it seem as if like the niggas in the hood were like bullying him and like making him do things. You know, like whereas for the most part, from what I saw, it was just a whole bunch of dudes who were like, yo, let me get a picture for the ground. Let me do this. Let's do this. And then like he bought like ran into somebody who's like, or, like, there's some dude in the group who was like, yo, you got to do some push-ups because you got some white slides out here. Don't get it, but he did it. My, my boy Bieber was out here hitting them push-ups 
in the hood. Not only that, but he was out there singing. Maybe someone asked me, like, hey, no nigga sing. Um, <laughs> I think I was actually one of the videos. He's all like, Bieber in the hood. Yeah, sing that shit or whatever. So he sang a song. And then eventually he ended up hooping as well, which I think was super dope. Um, other reports say that, you know, like it was kind of like a PR stunt. It was just like, man, yo, to to get caught slipping in the hood. <laughs> no, not as slipping, but just like in the hood, just for no reason. That doesn't really sound like a great PR stunt to me. But you know what? It might work out for other people. So I'm going to leave it at that. So uh, just we was out in the hood and people had a great time. And, and it was something that came across my timeline. I was like, you know what? We talk about that shit. Look, Canadians out here, they really are friendly as shit. Like, the Canadians are some of the friendliest people you'll fucking meet in your life. There's no way a nigga would, like, end up in the hood and they'd be like, hey, you got to hit these push I'd be like, nigga, fuck you. I ain't singing shit. And, well, I might, I might get a pickup game, though. <laughs> oh, so crazy. Uh, recently, Idris Elba. We all know who Idris. If you don't know who Idris Elba is, man, you got, you better go do some work. People Magazine has named him as the sexiest man alive. And you know what? Props, fella. Go ahead, Idris. I mean, this is something that the black community has already known ever since he came on the scene, but it's really great <laughs> ever since he came on the scene. Like, it's really great to see him get his props by other publications as well. You know, like people outside of the, you know, African-American community. So props to you, fella, for getting sexiest man alive. You definitely earned that shit. The thing is, like, yo, like the picture they took, like, Idris Elba doesn't have, like, the best hairline in the world. But this nigga still bag it. It's so crazy to just have it like that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm out here struggling. I mean, like, I ain't got it like Idris. So, you know, I got it. None of us really have it like Idris. So we out here doing the best we possibly can. But I was peeping and I'm like, damn. Don't even matter for this nigga. He can just, he can have, like, his hairline can do whatever the hell it won't. And, like, women will flock. Men will flock. <laughs> it really don't matter. <laughs> oh, it's just out here. Texas men a lot. Props to you, King, for doing your thing. Didn't mean to rhyme. Anyways, uh, I brought up Red Table Talk. Uh, and it's Jada Pickett's, Pinkett Smith's show on Facebook Watch, where she kind of, like, has interviews and, she, you know, it's really raw. It's really, you know, like um, personal, I should say. And so she has these conversations and she had part one with Will prior to our episode last week. And uh, prior to our episode this week, they aired part two. And I watched part two. I watched, well, I watched both parts, part one and part two. And it's just so great. And maybe it's just because of like the season I am in my life where I am, you know, like looking for, you know, like that long-term relationship where, you know, like I ain't got to worry about no one else. Uh, like I got, you know, like, and so like what they talk about, when they, when they talk about their marriage, how they met, how their relationship got started and the things that happened within their relationship, it's just super insightful. And, you know, like while I wouldn't adopt, you know, like all the principles and things that they've, you know, taken on as a couple, there are definitely things that have spoken to me. And, and in part two is no exception. Like, uh, Will confessed to the fact that he had like this picture in his mind of, you know, like the ideal family. And he had this picture that everyone had bought into it, like everyone had subscribed to it, that his children had the same picture, that Jada had the same picture and that they were all working towards the same goal. And even and and in the session, uh, the, uh, Jada was like, nah, I didn't. And Will's like, yeah, like I had to I had to deal with the fact that my wife, this person 
that I love with everything that I have. And even like my kids to an extent, like they had this pic, like they did not subscribe to this picture. They did not have the same image. They did not want the same thing that I wanted. And he had to let that shit go. And it just spoke to me like, yo, like going into a partnership where it is two different personalities, two different backgrounds, two different souls and coming together and building a family and, you know, having goals and aspirations and wanting to do different things and making sure that you two are so much on the same page where, you know, like you can go ahead and make, you know, like build something for yourselves or you can maintain your maintain the things that you want but there's a compromise pretty much the entire episode was about how they work together and they had to devise solutions that worked for the two of them and so uh they came across this like one thing where uh, the or part of the interview where will loves to travel he never wants to be the same place twice but jada she she's all about you know, repetition and tradition. So if the family goes one place, she always wants the family to go to that exact same place, the exact same time, the uh, like every year, right? And so like, and was like, that sounds like the most, like the t- most terrible thing to me, but I know my wife loves it. So I participate. It was just beautiful. I highly recommend looking up Red Table Talk on Facebook and watching both part one and part two of that conversation, especially if you're in the stage of your life where a long-term commitment is something that you're, you want and, you know, like something that you will, you know, like, like to, you know, like one day be involved in. I think they offer some gems that are really important to make, like, keep in mind. Also, they don't believe in marriage. They don't consider themselves married. Cool. I am, I, I, I get it. And for me, I don't necessarily think like I can wrap my mind around that, but who knows? After I put as much time as they do, like yo baby like i don't think we're married like i just think that we're life partners now i feel like if i ever said that to the woman of i'll spend the rest of my life and she would legitimately look at me crazy and then like resume doing whatever the hell she was doing and be like boy you crazy or stupid or don't make me come over there so (laughs) that's that i think it's super beautiful definitely uh, take a look by the way FYI, they're not swingers, so they're not having sex with other people or bringing people into their uh, bed. And they're not Scientologists. Ta-da! All right, so uh, Jay-Z, I saw a picture of Jay-Z with Diddy. And Jay-Z, he has like the the long and the long dreaded hair. Like it looks like his hair is getting dreaded a little bit. I am here for this look. I'm not going to lie. He's starting to like rem- like he's starting to resemble Basquiat a little bit with with like I don't know maybe it's just like the way that he carries himself with the suits and the long hair whatever the case might be Jay Z like rock that look my guy like it looks fresh I can never pull it off because I don't have that same height but for Jay Z it definitely works and also speaking of Diddy Diddy celebrated his fiftieth birthday over the weekend Diddy is living his motherfucking best life so happy birthday to Diddy. Continue to do you. 50 is a huge milestone. Hope you continue to do you. Cassie actually made an appearance, which I wasn't necessarily happy about. Like, what the fuck is Cassie doing? She's supposed to be single. She's supposed to be, like, on her way to me. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) Apparently, she's still in New York, guys. Whatever. Um, But there are speculations that they're, like, back together or they're trying to work things out, whatever the case may be. I just know that Diddy is out here having a bomb-ass time. I've actually been seeing videos today of... 
uh, his, I don't know if they're recent. I mean, I think these were like back in the day, like when, when Obama, like I think back in 2012 when Obama was going to get reelected or the, the election at the time to get Obama reelected, the voter die shirts and he was holding rallies and events and he's just dancing out here with his voter die shirts, which, you know, like it's just a really great reminder from Diddy to just go vote. Don't, <laughs> I was going to say, or die. <laughs> but you know, like, like voting is such a serious subject matter while also dancing and hitting the Harlem shake and just having the time of his life. So cross to Diddy, happy birthday. And, you know, like, if you ever want to, you know, cut me a few, please do. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's tax deductible anyway, so even better. Uh, yeah, so that's it for this week's episode. <laughs> so that, that wind down was so weird. I'm sorry, y'all. That wind down was super crazy. Anyways, uh, <laughs> by the way, I'm actually trying to stop saying anyways. I know I say it a lot during the show. I thank you for those who have brought it to my attention. And I will try to do better. It's just one of those like crutch words I use in moments to transition from one idea to the next. And I do need to stop. Cool. So that's all we have for this week. I hope you have a great time or I hope you had a great time listening. If you do have any further feedback or you want to share your thoughts and ideas, please reach out to us on Twitter at ShookTalk. We'd love to hear from you. Other than that, we're out. Take care.